Hi, this is Josh Hale with the Long Distance Gaming Podcast, brought to you by the Maple Gamers Broadcast Network, 524 Labs, Odom Publishing, and company not yet appearing on this broadcast. Stop. What is your name? It is Arthur, King of the Britons. What is your quest? To seek the Holy Grail. What is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? What do you mean? African or European swallow? Uh, uh, I don't know that. How do you know so much about swallows? Well, you have to know these things when you're king, you know. Welcome again to the Maple Gamers Long Distance Gaming Podcast. Hello all, this is Josh Hale with the Maple Gamers Long Distance Gaming Podcast. Today I'm here with Az Drummond from Mythic Games. This is the third time as the Charm Podcast for the day because we are having technical <laughs> difficulties. Az is here all the way from the UK. I don't know exactly where Az lives. I think it's the UK. And he is part of Mythic Games. Mythic Games have have four huge Kickstarters, uh, uh, one being Joan of Arc, another being uh, Super Fantasy Brawl, Solomon Kane. Joan of Arc is the Kickstarter that had the Mini that was roughly the size of my car, <laughs> uh, small Volkswagen Bug, and we are going to be playing Chai today. Chai is another Kickstarter that did really, really well last year. They had Gosh, I'm looking at it right now. 2,596 backers, and we're going to be playing Chai on Tabletopia. I have never personally played Chai, which I assume is why Az decided that he wanted to play that with me. <laughs> um, so, Az, tell me a little bit about Chai, and tell me a little bit about Mythic. Thanks so much for having me on, Josh. I, just to let you know, I have never played it as well, so this is my chai tea uh, having a little cherry pop moment with you. I thought I would get a chance to share it across the across the sea with you. We would enjoy this together. It's going to be quite friendly, I hope, uh, if slightly competitive tea merchants, of course. Um, but yeah, so chai really captured my interest. It's a game that I, I watched keenly. I thought the Kickstarter that... Uh, Dan and Connie. I'm just I'm just correcting myself now. It is. It's Dan and Connie that they ran uh, through December into January 2019. Was just lovely. They were big supporters of print and play. They did loads of testing. They travelled the world, meeting different gamers. And the way they involved everybody during the campaign, how good they were communicating, was just a really lovely inspiration. And I think a big part of why they did so well. And then the game itself really appeals to me a little bit into where I got my kind of. A uh, big leap, like kind of quote unquote official leap into board gaming. It kind of taps a little bit into games like Splendor, where you're kind of tr- collecting resources and fulfilling orders, essentially trying to race to a points victory. And it, it really appeals to me in its simplicity and its just niceness. I think it's a lovely and vibrant game. So seeing that they had it on Tabletopia, I've been kind of dying to play it a little bit and don't recommend this usually i guess but we're going to try this on podcast you and i playing it together both for the first time and we'll see how it goes i hope i don't get too many rules wrong so please forgive me if we do um you know i I am the king of getting rules wrong actually (laughs) as and i you know being that we do a lot of reviews at maple gamers i regularly get comments on just how wrong i got a rule and i regularly (laughs) have to go back and say hey by the way i messed this thing up and this is the correct way to play it and this is why it would or would not have affected my review yeah. initially. 
it's always tough whenever you're doing reviews, but I think whenever you're doing like long distance gaming and you're just kind of Skyping or, or playing games with friends, as long as you're both having a good time and it's not jeering anyone's play at all, I think it's absolutely fine. So I might embrace a little bit of that mentality going into this. <laughs> no, absolutely. And that's kind of the reason I started this is I'm, I'm not actually what I would call a long distance gamer on average. Mm-hmm. I don't play Tabletopia a whole lot or even on my phone a whole lot. You know, I'm a, I'm a single father, and I spend a lot of my time with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've also realized is a lot of people that I would play with, they're in other places. You know, people I went to law school with are all out in California. And where I'm in Ohio with my daughter, I don't oh. get that yeah. outlet very often. So I kind of started the Long Distance Gaming Podcast on the thought process of, hey, I might be able to do this with somebody that otherwise I would never, ever have that outlet mm-hmm. to do. I know. And I think that's kind of cool. No, I absolutely love it. And I completely get where you're coming from. I, I very often um, get a lot of messages building up to conventions where it's like, we must sit down for a game. You know, we must we must get down to play something. And, and I'm like, yes, we'll make it happen. And then you realize you've <laughs> never only got... Happens. Never happens. You've only got like three or four <laughs> evenings maybe. And you're normally rushing around and then maybe work meetings kind of get in, in the way as well. And then you come away having maybe played two games at a five-day convention. And you're like, how no, does that crazy. happen? I, no, I agree. I'm the same way. And, you know, a lot of times by the end of the exhibition hall hours, you know, you go to dinner. Next thing you know, you're either dealing with having to go out for drinks with business associates mm-hmm. or you are in bed. <laughs> you know, and it's like you're getting no games played in yeah. bed. Maybe that's the next big Kickstarter is the game you can play in bed long distance from two hotel rooms. Josh, you are on it. You're at, that's qu- quickly. Don't stop the podcast. Let's go ahead and get that on yeah, Kickstarter we're, we're before done. anybody thanks, steals thanks that Thanks for idea. coming yeah, on, <laughs> It's a, been a great, great day. Thanks for listening in to Long Distance Gaming. <laughs> I mean, I must admit that with Tabletop Simulator, uh, Tabletopia, and even things like Roll20, which supports you know role-playing games and, and very nice Dungeon Master tools, there's a lot of different tools out there. So if you haven't tried this kind of thing with some friends, there's loads of ways to get into it, and I, I, I wholeheartedly recommend it. So give, give it a go is all I would say. I, I played with uh, Philip uh, Glovach last week of oh. Board and Dice um, Emotep mm-hmm. on a German website that... You know, Emotep is obviously, it doesn't much matter what language you're doing it from because most of it is symbolic. Um, But that German website was really quite good for being, you know, a not a full on, you know, Tabletopia type Mm -hmm. app. And I didn't even know it existed. The only reason I found out that it existed is because he wanted to play Emotep digitally. And I said, I don't even know if it's out there. Yeah. Um, But we found it and played it. And he, uh, thoroughly uh made sure that you know i i did as bad as possible but he he chose he in all fairness he chose a game that was one of my favorite games so i wasn't going to do completely horrible regardless oh he did a bit of research beforehand that's good to make sure he got on your good side i like that (laughs) yeah yeah i'm sure he really cared about being on my good side Uh, i must tell me about chai How, how do we play Okay, so for anyone at home listening, we're basically going to be rival tea merchants. And in front of us, we're each going to have um, a tea tea house, basically. And this is going to be our little resource bank where we're going to collect resources. And then we're also going to collect pantry, these special additive ingredients as well. And we're going to be using, so in in front of you, there is also a a marketplace. And in the marketplace, you have mint and ginger and berries and lemon, all these nice things that you can buy. 
pop into your uh, tea house and then use those ingredients and those additives that you get from the pantry to fulfill customer orders. And there's something very nice about the setup of this game that Tabletopia actually does quite nicely for you, but it's, it's really worth mentioning, is that whenever you make the order deck, each player has their own colour. So in this case, for example, if you were playing green and I was playing blue, we would add into the customer deck our colour and our specific customers who are residents at our tea house, which means the customer deck will be bigger according to the player count, but it'll also be customised according to the types of tea that you decide to bring to the game, which is, which is really, really nice. You also get, of those cards that build up the customer deck, two cards that we already have in our hands. So they're actually down by your, at the moment in Tabletopia, down by your uh, turn reference card. Those two cards, you choose one of them to be your starting order that you're going to try and fulfill. And then the other one is going to get played into a a common uh, customer place. And we'll always be able to fulfill orders that are either in front of us or in a a sort of common pool uh, available. And the game. So to look at those two down there, are we going to pull those into our hand yeah, initially? Yeah, that's right. Just click and drag them down, and Tabletopia does this nice little thing where it highlights the bottom to show that you're, you've got a, a card in your hand. And you're going to choose one of them to put in your tea house, essentially reserving it privately just for you. And I'm going to go ahead and be cheeky and put mine out right away because I've got the Rodney Smith card. <laughs> So I'm Very good. absolutely claiming this with our lovely little mounty canoeing through a river forest scene. It's beautiful. And my other card then will go into the kind of common customer pool. So I picked the Tin Man just because, you know, obviously I'm the uh, digital wonder over here. <laughs> I, as I tell people that regularly, and I'm probably wrong regularly I as love well. It. And then the second card goes where? So up, up the top above the marketplace, we have a little customer um, kind of, I don't know what, gotcha. each, what is the actual term for it. It's essentially the customer pool. Um, so you, you basically put cards out plus uh, two. So in our case with two players, it'll be the two cards that we choose plus two random cards from the customer deck, which I'll pop out as well. So these are now orders that we will look to fulfill. And these ones, the ones that are in the common pool, we can both work towards, but the ones that are in our reserved area, those are private, so we can't steal the opponent's one. And every order is going to give you a certain number of points. So you'll see in the bottom left-hand corner of each card, there's a little cup of tea with a certain number of points. And to fulfill an order, you need to match the ingredients and also the additives that come in the bottom. So it's pretty straightforward. In the case of this 15-point card, you'd be looking for some ginger, some lemon, and some honey, which is actually right up my street. I'd be all over that. So So now, the card that I have beside my player board over here... Is this normally something that is open information, or is this something that would normally be closed information? So, it's, as far as I'm aware, it's open information until you score it. And then once you score that card, it goes face down. So, you actually, it's harder to keep track of the actual points each player has. Ah, very good. Um, so, on your turn, you basically have three actions you can do. And there's a handy little reference card. You're just going to choose one of the three actions. The first one is to visit the market. You get three gold or three coins, essentially, any time you go to the market. And you must spend at least one, at least one copper, um, each time you visit the market. And spending is done very much like potion explosion, if you're familiar with it. And I love this little mechanic in in Chai. You buy according to the column. So there's a column of stuff that costs one. There's two columns of stuff that costs two. And there's three columns of stuff that costs three. So if I wanted to buy um, a mint, for example, I could choose one at one. And what will happen is if I take this mint away, everything will then slide to the left. And that's important because when you buy ingredients, anything that's orthogonally connected, so if you're able to kind of manufacture it so there's lots of linking ingredients, you buy them all in a single go. And you only pay the cost 
of the highest column. So if you have four lemons connected and one of them is in the three column, then it's going to cost you three for those four. But if you manage to move them down, so they move just into the two area only, then you'll only be paying two to get the same number. The trick is you have to buy everything that's connected. You can't just take a couple out of a group. So we have quite, Interesting. A, quite a simple board at the minute. A lot of singles, the only ones that are really connected are these three lemons and these two mints. So there's not really a lot happening, but there's definitely a little bit of planning ahead. And unlike Potion Explosion, when you go to the market, you get your three coins and then you can buy as many times as you like. And every time you buy, the, the flavors will slide down, but they won't refill until the end of your turn. So that's where you'll go to the marketplace to get your, your tea flavors, essentially. The second action you have is to grab items from the pantry. And these are your additives. These are less frequent, and normally they're the kind of final touch to your chai. And you want to grab three items from the pantry whenever you go there. And it can be done from the available pantry um, visible, or it can be done at random from the pantry bag. But you only have six spaces in your tea house for pantry items. If you go over that, it's fine. You can swap them around, but you'll have to discard down to six. Um, and you can also, when you go to the pantry, pay one to reset the pantry uh, before you go there. So if, if, if you're really desperate for something that's not there, you can just reset it, hopefully get some new stuff. Cool. So marketplace is option one. Pantry is option two. And then finally, option three for your turn is to reserve a customer. So as I mentioned up the top, there are four face-up customers. This could be used competitively to kind of deny someone. If you thought I was going for a particular one, you could reserve it for yourself. Or if it's something long-term that you definitely want to go for, you, you can do that as well. And then a new one would simply be placed. The second thing that happens with this action is you then get to trigger an ability. And there's actually a small ability deck with eight cards in it. And three of them are visible at any one time. And we will draw a new one of these each of the five rounds that we're going to play. So what we have out currently, the two on the left are actually the same. This lets you uh, get a copper or a silver coin purchased from the market for free. So you could just grab something. I like something. free. Yep. Always <laughs> um, looking for a bargain. And the one on the right then is that you may take any single pantry item from the pantry board. When do you play those cards? Is that immediate or is that something you hold on to? That's something you play. You basically just trigger it. They're like global common actions as far as I'm aware. So you'll visit the market to buy stuff. You'll go to the pantry to get the additives or you'll go to reserve a customer and trigger one of those abilities. It adds a bit of randomization to the strategy. Okay. The final thing you will always be able to do, no matter which of the three actions you decide to take, the last thing you can do is fulfill an order. And you'll see at the top, because there's two of us playing, we have two chai tea cups. And randomly placed beside each one of those is a little tip. And the tips can vary just how much coin you get. But basically, we will take our full ingredients, we will take the customer card, and essentially put those ingredients into one of these chai tea cups, representing filling up the cup. And then we will flip over one of the tip tokens, and we'll get that much extra gold or, or money. Because at the end of the game, you'll get points for your completed orders and points for whatever money you have left. The round will end once, in our case, because we're playing two players, once both tips have been taken. What we'll then do is we'll get two new tips, go to the second round, and then carry on. So essentially, it's kind of a race to making, in this case, in a two-player game, just 10 chai teas. We're only going to have 10 orders fulfilled, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to make five each. Obviously, it could be slightly different depending on what So it's 10 total. 10 total, that's it. Okay. The only thing I want to check quickly is just because I'm not familiar. This, as I said, this is my first time playing. I just want to check whenever we draw from the pantry, how do we refill it? I'm just checking. 
Um, yes, empty. So once you've had your pantry turn, if you do take some additives, all the empty spaces then are just repopulated back up again. So the pantry will always have stuff available. And that's it. Now there's one, actually there's one small final thing. I mentioned right back at the start, one of the reasons I really like this game is that the customer orders you'll see have colours at the bottom of them and we're playing as blue and green. So the customer orders either are blue or green. And the reason that's important is you'll see that you have six green leaves and I have six blue leaves. And whenever we make one of the cups of tea, we must put one of our leaves of the matching colour in. If I make one of the green leaf orders, I have to take one of your leaves, basically representing that I'm kind of serving one of your customers, and I have to give you a coin for that. And from watching playthroughs and getting a little bit of background on the game, I see that the scores can be very tight. So completing and giving a coin to your opponent for completing one of their customers can sometimes be enough just to swing it, because it's kind of like a two-coin swing. But that's it. I think we're pretty much ready to play chat, if you're ready. Very good. I will, since you're obviously the guest and I'm on home turf... I will have you go first. Absolutely. So I'm going to look and choose one of my three actions. So I'm visiting the market, going to the pantry, or reserving a customer. I'm really not a fan of the market right now because my uh, Rodney Smith card requires that I have three uh, tea flavors, three jasmines, and there is only one jasmine on the on the marketplace right now. So I'm not super excited about that. I promise I did not do that to you on purpose. <laughs> I think it was my fault. That, I got too I got too excited and reserved the Rodney card before looking at the market. <laughs> in, in all fairness, that could be a complete lie because I I need four jasmines. <laughs> oh yeah, this is going to be a jasmine fest. I think so. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the market. So I'll immediately get uh, three coins. I'll take a two and a one. What I'm then going to do is I'm going to buy this lavender, and that will cost me one. And then all of these will slide down. And they don't refill until the end of my until my action is complete. I'm then going to spend another one. And now because they've slid, because I'm trying to be super sneaky about this, I've now got two mint that have come side by side. So I can get both of these for the price of one, uh, which I am a fan of. Now, I just need to be careful. I realize I'm kind of moving all these lemons down, and you could be on for a juicy lemon pickup, so I kind of don't want to be too overzealous here. So I'm going to stop there. I'm going to keep my one coin, keep my ingredients, and then essentially at the end of my turn, I could fulfill an order, but I am not in the position to fulfill an order right now, unfortunately. So it's over to you. Okay, so you can purchase as much as you want on a turn? Mm -hmm. You only get three, three coins from the market, but you can continue to purchase, and yes, I should refill the market for you as well. Here we go. So long as you have the gold and the money to pay for it, because the idea is when you go to market, you're selling some of your tea, so you're getting some coins every time you visit there, and you're only going to have so much to be able to buy. Interesting. So I will go ahead and go up here and reserve the Lemon Lady. Oh, very nice. And so I'm going to take the action that allows me to pick, and I'll pick the three lemons. Is that a correct action, I think? Yep. You're absolutely per Oh, no. Oh, sorry. Forgive me. Apologies. You're actually taking two actions by doing it that way because reserve a customer is one action. Right. And then... Oh, no. Then you do one. Then you do one of the cards. Yes. This one is only for ones and twos, the par, and that one would have been a three because the lemon was in Oh, the razzle three frazzle. Very close that. to an amusing play. I thought it was a very amusing play, and I was obviously incorrect. Okay, so I need to put the card back, I suppose. Um, you could still do that and grab the honey, potentially, which you do need for that. 
because uh, there's a pyre that would let you get one from the pantry. So it's not it's still not bad. Yeah, but then that lets you take the lemon and <laughs> leaves me out. It's just cold. whether yes, we start a lemon war right now. <laughs> right. And I I'm not I that kind of guy, Josh. I'm not gonna steal your lemons. I, I don't believe you guys. <laughs> um so I start with three. Yep. I'm gonna go ahead and take the jasmine, which yep. is needed. So that moves all this stuff mm -hmm. down. So now you could get those three lemons if you really wanted to. Um, hmm. Yeah, I guess I'll take the three lemons and that leaves me with nothing. It's, uh, it's one of the reasons I really like this game is that you can combo a number of spends together, but you have to be careful not to overspend and leave yourself too short. I remember too short. He, was uh, a, <laughs> he, was, he wished he was a little bit taller. He wished he was a baller. I do remember that. So, so I, I think I'm done with my turn. That was all three of my coins. Yeah, so I'm just going to fill up the market spaces that got freed up. There's some jasmine, yes. No, one jasmine out of four? Come on, there's got to be some jasmine hiding in the bottom of that bag. And it costs you three. That's a that's a heavy-weighted yeah. jasmine. I really am not fancying that at all. Um, I so really think you should. I think you should go ahead and go for that. <laughs> I think um, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to... So I'm going to use my ability to reserve one customer card. I'm going to reserve this uh, blue customer card that requires three mint. And then I'm going to reveal a new one. So then I'll fill up the pool. And then I'll trigger one of the abilities, and I'm going to trigger the ability that says I can basically get a free one copper or two silver action from the market, and I'm going to take these two mint. As well you should, because now you can fulfill an order. Absolutely. Now, is fulfill an order a free action, or is it one yep. of the actions? No, you got it. So no matter which of the three actions you do, at the end of your turn, you may fulfill an order. So I'm going to do exactly that. So I will grab uh, these three mint. And I will pop them into, this is a choice now, I'm going to go into the left teacup. And I essentially flip this card face down, so you can't know how many points I've got, unless you're good at simple math. <laughs> and then I'm going to flip the token over, and I'm going to gain three coins from the bank. And coins do equal points at the end of the game, so that is quite nice. And then essentially once this second chai tea has been made, we will finish the round get some new tips and then we're going to the second round there's nothing there's no significant change at all in the play as, as the rounds go on now can either one of us do the second one or yes. is that i could absolutely really? yeah i could serve both the teas before you're able to serve that one potentially oh that's ugly <laughs> See, it has this nice set collection thing of usually you know two or three things are the minimum but they're worth such small points and if you play the longer game go for the big orders you get more points but then do you risk it it's I love it. I'm going risky. And so I took the big 15 card. Yeah. And then I'm taking the ginger. Yeah. And now this stuff moves down. Mm -hmm. And that was my entire action because I'm not able to do anything at this point. That's okay. Um, let's see. Where is that jasmine? This is... I'm not, not liking it at all. Oh, crap. <laughs> Fishing in the bag, I love it. Yeah, apparently I'm cheating. Okay, so... I refilled for you. Yeah. And... Now awesome. it's it's all you. Yeah. So 
what do I want to do now? I definitely see some potential uh, nice purchases from the market here, but the tricky thing is there isn't really any fantastic orders. There's three berries here, which could be really nice. I'm just gonna, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and spend. So I'm gonna head to the market, so I'll give me my three coins. I'm gonna go on a big splurging spree, even though I have no idea what I'm gonna spend this on. So I'm gonna spend two on these three strawberries. See, I'm not sure that I believe you anymore. Well, there isn't um, a single strawberry order out yet, but I'm very much hoping that with this kind of preemptive buying that a couple of strawberry orders will just appear, right? Um, and I'm gonna spend one on these two lavender. Yeah, so you can fulfill the order. And you think I don't see this, man. <laughs> Look, you have to barter at the market, right? And then I'm going to spend another one. And we'll take these three lemons as well. And I have chock-a-blocked my tea house with ingredients now. So I've got yeah, three lemons, three lavender, three berries, and a mint. I'm really feeling like we should have played a different game at this point. <laughs> um, it's, 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 we're a long way. We're only still in round one. I think you're okay. I don't know. I don't know. You you fulfilled two cards, and I haven't even gotten one. I'm uh, I'm feeling it. What it, card am I? Oh yes. Oh, but it's only worth four points. Do I really want to fulfill a four point point card? I don't know. I don't know. That's that is the that's like the lowest out there by a long way. I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what? Let's just go ahead and fulfill it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That way you're going to get your ingredients up there so, again. Get more there. victory points, um, and now it's the end of the round. The oh, what's another three? Okay, that's quite lucky. That's worked out quite fortuitously. Um, so what will happen now is the tips will all go back and we will essentially shuffle them up so we get them randomized. I love the handy right-click shuffle from Tabletopia and put out two new tips. I will pop us on to round two and then you are essentially the first player of this round, which means you get to draw a new ability card from the ability deck and then essentially just up here and then you'll cover one of the three uh, abilities. So we have two that are the same and then one, but you can basically draw a new one and just say this is now uh, a, live, uh, a live ability. So what am I doing entirely? So just, yeah, just draw one and flip it okay. over and we'll see what it is. Flip uh, F. There you, go. there you go. So this one, I will refer to my handy dandy PDF. This one says you can sell a flavor tile for a silver coin, basically two. Very interesting. And I'm okay, so a custom order as well because I need a new custom order. These are both actually. Oh, actually, forgive me. I nearly, for, I nearly shortchanged you, my friend. I forgot to pay you. I need to pay you for one of your leaves because that second order I completed was one of yours, which means I owe you this. So I essentially have to buy one of your leaves for, from you and pay you that that copper. Interesting. Okay, so whose turn is it now? Mine? So your turn, yeah. Now, we need to, you need to have to choose which one of the three abilities do you want to override. We're basically going to cover one of them with this new ability. Um, cover the middle one. Yeah, perfect. So now we have the ability to get a one or a two market, the ability to sell an ingredient for two, or get a free pantry. And, and you trigger these whenever you reserve a card. Sure. What is this card on this dude, on the five? So he just requires no. Interestingly, he's a bit of an odd one. Actually, he doesn't actually want any specific flavor. He just wants lots of vanilla. So he wants two vanillas from the pantry. So there's one. Gonna... There's one currently available here, but there's also the pantry bag, which you could draw blindly from if you wanted. He's got a sweet personality. Okay. <laughs> I like so... his strawberry sunset beard. Actually, that's quite nice. I'm gonna go ahead and draw all this mint. Mm-hmm. Because 
Well, because it's a thing. Yeah. That's four mint. That's quite a tidy sum. And it's still going to leave you with two still to spend. Now you can you can overfill. Oh no, just going for wee cheeky one. Yeah, because I want that lemon. It will. I'm pretty close to being able to fulfill one of those big yeah. orders. Um, so I think you'll have to spend this little coin to make that happen. Cause you need oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry. I am the world's worst bookkeeper. <laughs> I have a, a mug that says I love spreadsheets, and it's super true. Super true. <laughs> I, uh, I, I I could there's, there's a comedian, his name escapes me now, that does a whole routine on, on spreadsheets, and it makes me very happy. Nearly as happy as the fact that you just drew a whole ton of jasmine that I need. <laughs> But I you, don't need. I don't want to hear you anymore. <laughs> this podcast is over. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're this not, is disgusting. No, we can't this fall. We can't fall no, out I, over Jasmine. <laughs> I used to tell everybody what a nice guy you were. It was a lie. <laughs> this is horrible. I mean, it was a. Uh, uh, yeah, you got nothing, man. You got nothing. Rodney, Mine's, Rodney needs a cup of tea, Josh. You're not going to deny Rodney a cup of tea, are you? Come on. I would so deny Rodney a cup of tea. <laughs> he could be in a desert. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm thinking it. It's at the back of my mind. I'm not going to say it because that would be recorded forever in infamy. <laughs> so I'm going to take the unsurprising market action and I'll get three, which I'll immediately spend on these five jasmine, which just appeared. <laughs> no, I as he rubs it in. I actually saw Rodney last week at uh, Buckeye Game Fest in Central Ohio. Oh, how was he? You know, I, I have hardly ever spoken to him at great length. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's always, hi, how are you? Because, you know, we're always at the same conventions. Um, we talked a little bit about uh, Copenhagen and Copenhagen Rolling Right, which is not out yet. We Ooh. just did the preview on it. It is, It. I mean, it's Copenhagen. Yeah. It's Copenhagen and Roll and Write form. And I, I know that sounds, you know, recursive, mm -hmm. um, but it truly is. You know, some games just really lend themselves to that Roll and Write mechanic. Yeah. And Copenhagen is one of those games. That's fantastic to hear. It's really, when it works really well, that's really awesome. Um, so. Rodney's yeah. actually, he's, he's hopefully going to be spending some time with us, helping us with um, our Joan of Art 1.5 Kickstarter. He's going to be doing some work with us on our rule book and helping us refine it, which is really nice to have his support this time around. You can also okay. draw blindly from the bag, by the way, when you're taking from the pantry. If there's Oh, then I'll do that. Want. I'll randomly draw from Just the bag a single. Yeah. Ooh. And that is horrible. Nobody wants milk in their tea. That's horrible. <laughs> And then we need to refill the pantry back up so it's And I need to spend stuff to fill, fulfill an order. Oh, yes, yes. So, spending that, spending that. Oh, this is a 15-point order, Josh. Yeah. It's almost like it was planned. Um, but... I generally love that in the artwork of the game, there is so many different variations of people drinking tea. Like you have people on a boat, you have people in London, you have people camp at a campfire at nighttime. It's not just quintessential in a coffee shop. It's literally take your tea anywhere with you. And I'm a big fan of that. Okay. 
So how do I fill these teacups up top? So basically just um, yeah, just click and drag it and pop it here. It, unfortunately, <laughs> one of the downsides of, of digital gaming is you don't have the fondle factor of the physical cups that you're dropping the ingredients into. But yes, essentially we just chuck them onto the cups. And then this tip is yours. So you can flip it over and find out how many coins you're going to get. Oh, oh. Man, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> What are you doing to me, dude? For everybody at home, I've had three tips, which were three, three, and two, and Josh's first tip was one. I don't know. Maybe it's something that says something about your service, Josh. Maybe you need to your P's and Q's. Maybe need to be improved. <laughs> I'm I'm fairly certain that it has more to do with the guy who picked the game than the guy who's serving the tea. I will just put that out there, and I'm not going to say anything more call, because I don't think anything warrants it. I call shenanigans. So if, if you want to, you may flip that order now to show that you have scored it, and it stops me seeing all the lovely points that you have. That's horrible. And it's the end of the second round because we have, we have filled both of these. Um, I'm going to very carefully shuffle multiple times the tips. <laughs> yeah, as... Anything he fulfills is going to be a three, and me with a measly one. Um, uh, I'm going to draw a new ability card to the start of this round, and this ability is the player chooses a flavor tile in the market to be immediately reset. So I, I'm assuming, actually I'm not 100% on this one, I'm assuming we, we take them away and put them back in the bag and then put new ones back in. As high that, as that's that. what I would assume as well. Um, I see that you probably want a lot of ingredients so i'm going to go ahead and cover up the one that will give you free ingredients because yeah i'm going to make you pay for them right what am i going to do what am i going to do? i have i have no orders reserved now so i need to think about new plans and i think that new plan involves so right now there's two orders that require stuff from the pantry there's yeah. one of those orders has ginger the other one doesn't require anything. He likes vanilla because he's a sweet-demeanored captain of a <laughs> boat. Then you have a couple that are apparently making maybe sushi? Um, I think that actually might be... I'm, I don't think I get this wrong. There. i got a feeling that might be Dan and Connie. Oh, that's no, cool. Possibly. I'm not sure. Yeah, because every, like... everyone's in different situations, which I absolutely love. It kind of um, looks like they're either making sushi or pot stickers for their tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you have a couple camping, and they're laying drinking tea in a sleeping bag outside of their tent because, you know, anybody that camps always sleeps outside the tent. Mom, but they're by the fire. It's romantic. It is romantic. Nice. It is romantic. <laughs> and do you know what? I'm going so to reserve that card because I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to trigger an ability. What I'm going to trigger... Uh, do you know what? I'm going to... I'm going to take something from the pantry. I'm going to grab some sugar. No. Yes. Some sh No. <laughs> yes, I'm going to grab some sugar from the pantry. <laughs> Man, okay. what is it with all these? None of the stuff is stuff I need. This is horrible. These damn customers, they have no respect. They don't. They, they don't, really don't. No, Don't order what you have in stock. It really is. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and... It's your, or your turn's done, correct? Yes, my turn's all done, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to take Dan and Connie. Is that who you said their names are, Dan and Connie? That's the, that's the creators, the game designers, yeah. Although I'm not 100% sure if that is them on the card or not. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and fulfill that oh, order. Oh, instant fulfill. Okay, you now have free choice over which cup you decide to fill and which tip you decide to choose. So this is absolutely your free decision. 
As I need to know if I should take the left or the right one. No, I'm not. I'm nope, put... I'm not having any shenanigans called. <laughs> no shenanigans. No for shenanigans. You, so I'll do the left one, I suppose. And <laughs> oh my goodness, this is horrible. I hate this game so much. I wish we were recording the screen right now. That's just too good. We we will record, oh. you know, obviously a screenshot at the end. That was good. That's so so <laughs> ugly. And for my action up here for the ability. Um, oh yeah, because the fulfill, gonna... the fulfill is basically a free thing. Yeah, because you actually haven't taken your right. base action yet. Yeah. Right. You're though. so keen to fulfill. I love it. I'm going to pull an ingredient ingredient out of the pantry, and that's still not what I need. Oh, what are I you after? You after a second vanilla? Oh yeah. Well, I was hoping to get vanilla or this other ingredient on this other card up here, yeah. whatever that is. That is, that? is, I want to say that's cinnamon or nutmeg. There's definitely a star anise there and a bit of cinnamon. And it looks like some cloves. Maybe uh, it's any sort of powdered ingredient. Yeah, I think it's probably, I'm not fancy enough to really know the definite term. Um, so I'm going to go to the market. I'll grab my three. And then we're going to splurge. So first of all, I'm going to buy this uh, jasmine, which will cost me one. And shift all of this down. And then I'm going to buy the... No, I'm going to buy yeah this jasmine for another one. So that'll be two in total. And I have pretty much no space left, but I might pick myself up a cheeky... Yeah, do you know what? I'm going to spend two more. I'm going to get all of this jasmine. Or is this jasmine? No, this is lavender, sorry. Um, and I'm going to actually get rid of some stuff. I think these lemons that I tried to buy earlier have done nothing for me. So they're going the way of the dumpster. And I'm going to hold on to I do all. like oh, the no. sound effect of the dumpster there. I've just realized one. I've just dumpstered my lemons. <laughs> Forgot to look at the fact that I actually did need two of those lemons that I just chucked in the dumpster. I'm... You know, and oddly, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Um, yeah, I think that's me. I'm done with my action, so let me fill this back up. Oh, okay. Wow, that's a lot of strawberries. Um, so our board right this second looks, our, our market looks like a strawberry patch. It does, and there's not um, a single customer who really cares about strawberries. There's one guy that'd be like, I'll take one, but... <laughs> That's about it. He's like, yeah, you know, I, I kind of like strawberries. Yeah. You know, it's a thing. <laughs> but, you know, if I had my druthers, okay, so it's my turn, correct? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pull three things out of the pantry, and I'm just going to luck it all. So we're looking for a tasty. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Why can I not get the cinnamon or the, <laughs> the whatever vanilla? that is? Yeah, the vanilla. I think this game hates me. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm a little hurt right now. You know, it. I'll, I'll live through it, I'm sure. Oops, I'm just flipping some cards. I think I... No, I'm fine. I'm just making sure that I didn't owe you another, uh, another uh, leaf, but I don't. Okay, so I need to really think. I need, I'm going to get a little stuck here if I don't get some better orders. So I'm going to... I'm going to reserve... Yeah, please get one of those cards yeah. out of the way. I'm going to reserve this guy because he's the one guy who wants one of those. He's the one guy that wants of one of the... all the strawberries I've got. And then I'm going to use the ability that will let me sell an ingredient for two. And I'm going to sell a strawberry because 
they're in abundance and grab two coins for that. Oh, where's all that honey you had a minute ago? There is Alice in Wonderland having some tea. Uh, yeah, that's me. I don't think I've got anything oh, to fulfill. I... No, I don't. I so hate this game right now. <laughs> it's meant it to be relaxing. So... and. <laughs> it is so, so disgusting. Um... <laughs> if it ever comes Fine. back to Kickstarter, I'll, I'll, I'll let Dan and Connie know that they can come to you for a Kickstarter page quote. Absolutely. It's so disgusting. Ah. <laughs> this is so disgusting. I play it all the time and I hate it. Um, okay, I do have so. some games like that in my life that I play all the time and I, I'm, I am terrible at them, uh, but I love losing them. Like, there's a game called Best Treehouse Ever, which I am appalling at, but I love it. Yeah, there's a lot of people that really like that, and that that's one that I, I've never really... Uh, found an affinity towards mm -hmm. um you know that's not to say i dislike it i just you know i i know some people just love well same thing with terraforming mars people that love it you know play it five million times and <laughs> me myself i'm like nah, it's it's okay yeah um so i have you still got a coin left because you only spent no, I, one and one. Oh, have you been spending my coins? No, no. But you, you, you still okay, got a coin. You, so, still, you always get three when you go to the market. I, so so you still have, got a coin. I have three from the market and two on my. Yes, table. you still got another imaginary coin still spare. Okay. So, golly. I, go on, buy all those strawberries. You know you really want to. You are not a nice person. <laughs> I see us do... both eyeing up that mint. No, I'm going to give all that mint to you so oh, you can I... make your mint, minty strawberry smoothie. Oh, I can get on board with that. And that is my turn. Okay, okay. Um, right, I'm definitely fulfilling orders, but to do so, I need to get some more mint for sure. Um... And I'm also in need of some lemons, but I don't have enough space to get everything I want, so I'm going to have to be a bit more patient here. Mm. So I'm going to go to the market, so I'll get my three, and then I'll just take one, because I'm going to spend two of it on mint. Uh, so normally by this point, as I've talked to people about their new projects, whatever <laughs> they have going on. We're, we're making tea, Josh. On. We don't have time for projects. I, I know, on. I know. We're we're doing our best to you know drive each other nuts on tea. You uh, know, God forbid us talking about the newest minis game. No, that is doing. no way. I'm fulfilling this order, and it's blue. So I'm gonna play one of my things. I'm gonna flip it over. and I'm gonna get a three. No, it's only a two. All right, and I'll fulfill that and get that out of the way. And then it's your turn and, to pick up a I, new ability card because it's the start of a new round. And and this is round four, so this is the penultimate I, I did round. spend one of my coins. I oh. went up there and spent it. I just um, uh, I just totally made a mess of the tips. Sorry about that. Okay. Take one and flip it. And I'm guessing that you are going to want to have the ability to get rid of some ingredients or whatever the thing I covered up was. I don't even know what I covered up. I got some more so disgusted at this point. 
I hear you really, really want strawberries. I've just got all of the strawberries. Okay, whose turn is it? Mine or yours? <laughs> so yeah, so it's the start of the fourth round. Um, I've completed four orders. You've completed two, but I know I know yours are stunking big ones. Um, and yes, it's it's you to go. Okay, so I'm gonna pull this card down. Oh, <gasps> disappeared. <What>? Disappeared. <laughs> the, the fun of uh, the fun of UI sometimes. <laughs> okay, and. I am, of course, immediately going to fulfill it. Love it. And so it flips yet again. Yep. And you'll need to put, what yeah. color was that? Was it green? Oh, blue. So you have to pay me a coin for my leaf. Well, I didn't know that. I wouldn't have taken that. <laughs> so check that there. And again, you now have complete free choice over which pip you choose, which tip you choose. <laughs> if this is a one again, I'm throwing this table. This table, I'm flipping this table. Hey, okay. it's a three. I finally got a three. Awesome. Okay, it is now your turn. I'm sir. gonna. St- did you pay me my coin for my leaf? Give me that coin. Absolutely. Give not. me. Give me that coin. That is. That is mine. That's coming over here. See, I told you I'm a horrible bookkeeper. Because uh, I, I know we obviously like to talk about what we have coming. And we have like a huge, huge one, the Joan of Arc 1.5 campaign coming on the 1st of October. But for me, it's just a good time to make some tea, you know? And I, <laughs> it's nice to take some time and play some games, whether it's in person or across an ocean. You know, it's good. No, that's that's actually, you know, the kind of the whole point of this. I, I like to let people talk about their new projects because obviously they're excited about them. But... You know, in the meantime, I get to you know play a game with them and force them to have fun. And <gasps> you know, so you mean. know how rare that can be. In uh, you know when you're actually making games, how often you actually get to play games. It is funny. It is something that a lot of my friends do not understand at all. They totally assume that I'm just playing games at work twenty four seven, and that's all I, all I ever do. And uh, it's definitely not the case. I think since I joined Mythic about a year and a half ago, I've played substantially less games than I think I did before I joined, which is very peculiar. Um, but I think whenever you're working on games and you're refining them and improving them, or whenever you're working on communication, there's never enough people you can tell, and there's never enough improvements you can make, and there's never enough people you can engage with and have good fun with. So it's kind of it's all good time filling stuff. So it's kind of it's it, it's board game adjacent, if that makes sense, uh, and it's still really enjoyable doing that. So yeah, doing stuff like this is is awesome. Um, I'm gonna go to the market. I, and I, I hear you with board game adjacent. Um, yeah. You know, I we obviously you know go to all the conventions and get review copies for all the writers, and you know, obviously now we're doing this and we're working on live streaming, and you know, I'm I'm in a little bit different position where I'm at insofar as I I do get the ability to play games, but you know, it's not like I get the ability to play games, you know, 10 times on the way I want to. Absolutely. You know, play 10 games and review them and, you know, decide if they're deep enough that they warrant two to three playthroughs before you review it. And, you know, some of those, some games can be tough because you feel like you've experienced all there is to experience in a playthrough. And, you know, a lot of times you'd be wrong, but, you know, how many times can you play through a game when you're trying to review, you know, um, like last year I did 60 reviews for and written, um, and our writers, they're up to 10 articles a week right this second. Oh my goodness. And are scheduled out to November. 
That's incredible. Isn't that crazy? I mean, but when you're looking at 4,000 new board games in a year, trying to keep pace with that, and even even if you're looking at 10% of those, or 5% That's, of those, it's massive. We are 10% of it right this second, wow. as far as how much content we're putting out, and I f- still feel like we're so far behind. Yeah. That's incredible. It's it's a it's a good problem to have, but it is it's tricky. And, and I think you nailed it when you said it. You have you have to spend a lot of time working out what is really um, interesting, what is worth showing, what is worth diving into on, on a deep level. Um, and it's yeah, you have to take that time to assess it. You it's a start with the final round, by the way, because I just completed the second order. So so I have to do the card up top yeah, again. Grab yourself an ability, and we've only got two orders left, and then that is going to be. All what the is this new one? That. Oh, so pop that down. And what it will do is we'll take three ingredients from the bag and place them onto that card. And then whenever you reserve an order, you may trigger the ability. And what it lets you do is you can swap uh, tiles. You can swap one of your tiles with the tile on the card. So if you've got tiles in your tea house that you want. Oh, interesting. So if we pop that, it would basically just go one, two... And it doesn't say it doesn't say only one, so I assume if you trigger that ability, you can essentially swap them however you wish. Sure. Um, and it's my turn, I assume. It is indeed. But yeah, so we we're kind of going from Kickstarter to Kickstarter a lot at the moment. You know, this this year, um, you know, we we had a Super Fantasy Brawl earlier, um, and then we were kind of obviously running off the back of the pledge manager of Wreckbusters as well, um, and then now with with Joan of Arc, which is really. Our big, oh, you got your vanilla. Joan of Arc's really our big, big, big flagship game. So this Kickstarter, the Joan of Arc 1.5, is going to be just massive, and I'm super excited for it. Oh, look at you! You managed to get all that stuff. Oh, you're gonna have for to pay. You're gonna have to pay me for my nice leaf. Really? Yeah. Why? Because he's oh, blue. blue. I hate this game. <laughs> So horrible. Okay. <laughs> and then you're going to have to choose. You're going to have to choose a tip before you work out how much money you get. Which one do you want, left or right? Um, I had luck on left. We'll do the left. I'm not going to turn it. I'm not going. To, I'm not going to involve you. Going to have to go and get it. Oh come on! I'm not touching blame it. You. <laughs> I was so going to blame you. I'm not going near it. You've been lucky the last time. You can... Yay! Oh, oh. <laughs> this is horrible. Yet again, Josh I, draws a one. I love how you're stacking your orders. I have no idea actually how many orders you have stacked in there. Uh, oof. I think it's just four. I mean, it's what you see. So there's only one order left to complete. And am I going to be in a position to complete it? I don't know if I'm going to be able to, actually. It's going to be tough. Uh, oh, I think I can work this somehow it's going to cost me a lot of points though Ugh. oh this is horrible I don't like it yeah I don't think you should I think you should just you know give me four or five more turns I'm I'm going straight into analysis paralysis mode for a second here just working out how I can make this happen uh, it's going to cost me paralysis on a podcast is so exciting to listen isn't to. it um, <laughs> anyone driving their car just like hold on has the connection disconnected is my bluetooth gone what's happened <laughs> right uh, no, it says it's still playing. I don't know what's going on with this podcast. <laughs> this is the world's worst podcast. I, and, I'm really good you know, at multitasking, I'm, but I'm terrible at laughing and thinking at the same time. <laughs> That's like my breakdown. It's my weakness, my kryptonite. 
Yeah, his oh. brain has turned off. He's now laughing. I am. Um, I don't know what to do. I can't give you this last order because then you might sneak the victory. I need to complete one of these somehow. Oh, come on. Oh, it's going to be so expensive. In to all do fairness, it. I don't think there's much I can do. Um, at least yeah. not in a single turn. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna splurge. So I'm gonna go gonna go to the market. I'll grab my three coins and I'm gonna spend. Yeah, get, get five strawberries. I'm gonna spend, no, <laughs> those purse strawberries have been left alone this entire game. I'm gonna spend two on this one little jasmine, which will move this lemon and mint and ginger along, and then I'm gonna spend three on these two mint. Not really sure this is a great tactical decision, but I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna go ham, so I can then use these three mint and this one sugar to make this gentleman a cup of tea, and I have to Oh, provide... you can do those before you reserve them? You can do them from the common pool, yeah. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. I didn't understand oh, that. That's horrible. <laughs> I'm going to have to replay, uh, quick. <laughs> yeah, we only need to listen to this podcast for another 51 minutes and 35 seconds. <laughs> Welcome to the Maple Gamers Long Distance Gaming <laughs> Podcast, where everything goes right the first time. Well, let me give you a coin. For your for your oh, leaf, that's because horrible. I'm, I'm I'm friendly like that. And I'm gonna grab the final cup of tea, which is a three, just <laughs> to salt the wound. <laughs> it that is, you are a little salty, if I'm honest. That's horrible. So now it's time for math, right? This is where you're gonna have to fill some real dead air as my brain locks down. So, I have. 15 plus 6 is 21, plus 8 is 29, plus 7 is going to be 36, with an additional 4 coins, puts me at an even 40 points. As has completely torn this up, with a total of 375 <laughs> points. He has destroyed Josh today, and it has been an ugly, ugly game. <laughs> There's definitely a... There's definitely a fair amount of points over here. Yeah, that, that's to be sure. So I'm sitting 32, 41, uh, 47, uh, 50, 59, 63. So I'm going to reposition some stuff so we can get a screenshot here. Oh, just all the pretty cards. They're so nice. Well, I was going to do it more than anything so we have all the points. Oh, that's, well, uh, can I arrange mine so I can see all the pretty art and you can arrange yours? You can do it however you would like. <laughs> Uh, we like uh, this is one of the great pleasures about working at Mythic is I literally get to work and look at some of the most in work with and look at some of the most incredible art you will ever see in your life it's we are so blessed with the artists that we work with on all of our projects and when you come in in the morning and you just got an email from one of your artists and they're just saying oh I've just completed this piece last night and just the excitement of opening it and going oh this is going to be so good um, is honestly like a highlight an absolute highlight of my work so what did you end up scoring as? <laughs> I think that I oh, oh god I forgot uh, 22, 32 uh, 9 was 41 6, 47 uh, so 50 59, 63 63 to 40 it was a very even game as has destroyed me 63 to 40 and I will say that again 63 to 40 um, I think um, I, I think we both had fun though right so both both no, absolutely um, absolutely I'm, I'm not much of a, a poor loser I I like teasing about it um, but when it all comes down to it I don't much care one way or the other I I enjoy playing 
I, I used to play a lot of competitive games. I used to be a, a big miniature gamer. I used to be a big card gamer. I used to love uh, Netrunner, which is a big uh, fantasy flight uh, living card game. Um, and I think I just found that running events and organizing things and making people happy and just seeing the enjoyment of others gave me so much more kind of personal happiness than actually competing and trying to trying to win. I think I get most of my enjoyment um, through just kind of relaxing and enjoying because I, if I'm going to get competitive about something, I get really competitive about it. I kind of swing very heavily from one way to the other. Either I'm kind of super happy and enjoying or I'm getting my real thinky cap on and I'm taking it super serious. I don't really have a happy medium very well. So, speaking of a happy medium, I, I can't let you get off here without at least plugging yourself a little bit and telling us a little <laughs> bit about your projects. Because now the game is over and you're able to do two things at once, or just one thing at once. Tell us about what you got going on as. So yeah, I mean, for Mythic Games right now, it's it's a, it's a lot of things happening. We have Right Buster's Project Frail is in production, so we're looking to deliver that to the backers um, in the Q1 of next year. Super Fantasy Brawl, which is our big arena, high fantasy, you know, very colourful, vibrant world with orcs and trolls and dwarves and mages all battling it out and players getting to just enjoy these gorgeous, chunky minis. It's it's currently in Pledge Manager at the moment over at GameFound.com, so we've had a lot of um, people getting involved with that. And it's a, a game which we also have on Tabletopia, so if you want to give it a whirl, you can actually hop onto Tabletopia and, and play the free-to-play kind of demo for that. So again, we're me personally and the company in general, we, we are big fans of getting people demoing our games at conventions as much as possible and, and trying them online and trying to do print and plays where possible. And it's not always easy to do with big games, but Super Fantasy Brawl is that kind of game where it's quite light to get into, even though it's got quite a lot of um, kind of strategic depth. So it's, it's something that we can easily kind of pop on the digital platform. So we, we were eager to do it as soon as we kind of started working on that project. And then October 1st, uh, essentially is Time of Legends Joan of Arc 1.5 and this is our revisiting two years after the first Kickstarter um, of Time of Legends Joan of Arc where we're going to be bringing back the entire range again, we're going to be pushing the mini count up to over 1100 minis and we're going to be looking at all sorts of stuff now, we're going to be expanding to the Teutonic Knights, we're going to be looking at the Pagan Orders and their gods and all sort of medieval Eastern Europe where we have the Polish and Lithuanians and, and the forces that they bring and a lot of this kind of Pagan and mythology so we look at like the god of thunder Pacunus, and this thing so if you're into big games that are very kind of narrative very kind of battle driven a lot of diversity and lots and lots of really high quality minis like time relations right up your street it's it's very much uh i, I kind of like the term lifestyle or hobby game the core box itself the, the two core boxes that make up the core game are humongous and if you actually go after the whole thing you're looking at over 40 kilograms of game so it really is um, something you uh, our community definitely have kind of grabbed on with both hands and they're doing some incredibly creative stuff with it so it's uh, kind of of like a lifestyle game kind of like a real spend the weekend playing it type of game 1100 minis 1100 minis is, is what we'll have at the uh, what well, we are doing with the new campaign stretch goals as well so I'm very much hoping it's, rather than just being like a traditional reprint where we just bring the first game kind of back again what we're doing instead is we are going to be revising everything we're going to be improving and errating fixing everything of course but we're also going to do brand new stretch goals with brand new content a new expansion and a whole kind of ex- expanding further in medieval Europe so it's going to be over 1100 base and then I very much hope if we get a bit of interest in the campaign that we we can push it well over that. Are they 1100 unique? 
Um, we do have like we do have duplicates. So, for example, uh, mounted knights uh, were very very popular, and, and mounted cavalry was very popular among the French army in, during the Hundred Years' War. And longbowmen, for example, were very popular um, with the English um, during that period. So, we do have duplications of typical troops, but we have tons of unique characters. We have tons of creatures, gigantic creatures and small ones. We actually have a lot of interest from role players who love things like our cockatrix and our griffin and our beast and these kind of different things like the dragon of course and so we have a lot of unique ones but i think we had to have a good uh, marshalling of the troops as well cool well that goes on (laughs) kickstarter october 1st 1100 minis you heard it here probably third or fourth and (laughs) thank you so much for coming on and just destroying me on chai as and Thank you, hopefully we will get to uh, destroy each other on a new board game soon. Uh, today's podcast has been brought to you by our full-time sponsors, 524 Labs and Odom Publishing. And thank you so much for coming on, As Thank you for your time. And thank you for just thoroughly, thoroughly giving me a beatdown. <laughs> You're very welcome, Josh. Thanks for letting me come on. Thanks for listening to the Long Distance Gaming Podcast, brought to you by Meeple Gamers. You have made it to the end of the Meeple Gamers Long Distance Gaming Podcast. Normally, this is where the dark humor would go. However, this is a family-friendly broadcast, so all I can offer you in lieu of that is a broadcast tone signaling that this was a dirty joke. Beep! We can't pay for extravagant beeps here. That would be gratuitous. Therefore, it was a unbeepy beep. I do apologize. Again, this is where the dirty, dirty jokes were, and they have since been beeped out. Thank you for listening again. This broadcast was brought to you by 524 Labs, Odom Publishing, and beep.